0: What a game, what a game, what a game, game five was just an amazing game, that was just an amazing game to watch, like this for to me, this is the greatest finals to watch ever since 2016, as 2016 the Cavs were down 3-1, they forced that game seven, there was all, all that intense build up to it, I've never seen a finals great ever since. You could argue 2019 but the raptors had the edge on that and there was an injury with clay thompson during those finals and along with Draymond green wasn't as effective along with kevin durant so it was really the raptors had control in that series but he but this finals is, has been insane down 2-0 with the bucks and now they're up 3-2 sorry i couldn't get this a lot earlier as i was pretty exhausted and then I kind of lost some of my stuff. I lost my laptop recording this. And then now I'm recording this right now. So I found it. But thank God I did. But wow, what a series this has been. I'm going to talk about but mostly like my reflection, the reflections I made after game two. And then what what's in the series right now. So it's not looking good for the Suns as Chris Paul has not really played well. The Chris Paul hasn't played well. Aiden's been okay. The Suns' ball movement isn't as great as it as it was in the first two games. And alongside the Phoenix is just not playing the the right basketball. Devin Booker has been going off. game three, he was not good. In game three, he was horrible. And then he had two back to back 40 point 40 plus 40 point games. That's not that's not something like. This is your first finals, and you're able to do that. That's just incredible, incredible. That's really incredible, right there. how? Since but the fact of the matter is, it seems like Devin Booker is playing is playing on the Phoenix team that's he's that he's been on his entire career. Like, I don't even know if I would say Suns and seven anymore because I don't really believe in this team. What before I was talking about how. Monty Williams was such an amazing coach. Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns were hitting on all cylinders. Devin Booker was, Chris Paul played amazing, actually. Chris Paul played amazing. Aiden played amazing. Mikhail Bridges played amazing. Everyone was playing good on the Phoenix Suns, and then now it's just all a drop-off. Something I really couldn't have expected from this team. I thought this team was really well coached, that they were really well to hide it, but it's not really, that's not the case here. And I'm going to address the offensive line. Mike Boonholzer, you've been making the right adjustments. You proved me wrong. I'm not saying the series is over yet, but like it seems like the Buck can take it. They're going to home court advantage. They have the home court advantage. Hopefully it goes to a game seven, just so that I don't because I might miss the game. It's a either, but I don't we'll see about that. But however, the bu- Chris Middleton, you've been amazing for the past three games. You had an okay game three, but you—they you, still won the game with with you playing well. So, and then you had two amazing closeouts. In game four, you close out the series. That was an, that was an amazing closeout. And then game five, that was an amazing closeout. And Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday. Although for the first four game, although for like the first two games you were horrible. Game four, you were absolutely terrible. Game three, you were okay. But this game, Drew Holiday, you proved me wrong. I'm glad to say that. As I said, I was I was ranting about how the Bucks gave up almost their entire future. They gave, they, and you were the piece that made honest. I don't know what happened there, but... Okay. okay. Some some glitch happened. I don't know if this is continuing on, but I'm just gonna say. It. But, Drew Holiday, you were the piece that made the honest day in Milwaukee. Milwaukee went all in for you, and, you played. You played when the game needed you. You did play. You did play. You blocked up. You that you made. You were the reason how that the play where the dunk happened. Like that the yacht man. How am I supposed to say this? You made that great defensive play on Devin Booker. Then you lobbed it to Giannis for that duck. That was that was an amazing. That was an amazing play. That was just an amazing play. Drew Holiday, you've been you proved me wrong just that one game. And that one game, you proved why the Bucks, the Bucks invested in you. You proved it. You proved it. And I'm really happy about that. Chris Middleton. You've been amazing. As my problem with you is that you were very inconsistent, but now because of your inconsistency, but now you've been playing at such a high level so recently that you, as I did say, you were the most important piece. Important doesn't mean the best, but important piece such as you were. To, you were you were to tell if the Bucks were a championship team or, team or not. And you, Bucks are playing like they Bucks are playing like a championship team. That that's just what it is. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. But I'm gonna have to give the biggest shout out, the biggest shout out to Giannis Antetokounmpo. What he's doing in this finals is all time great status. Like I, it's it's really it's really amazing how this man had averaged back to back forty point games in the finals, and and in game one he. He played decently, but that was also because he was coming back from an injury where it looked like he was out for like weeks. But he he only, but he managed to come back in just one week, and now he's having he's having an all time great final performance. That's just what it is. As he's averaging thirty two points and eleven rebounds, it was sixty one field goal percentage. That's 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 just insane. How the and a lot of people are not really giving him credit for this, and that's really sad. Like, how can you not give him credit for that? Like, he's 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 came he's coming back from injury, giving all he giving all he could do, giving all he could giving it his all. I don't know what I was saying there, but giving it his all had back to back forty point games, had two clutch blocks. Two of I mean, no I mean, had two had one clutch block and one game saving dunk. Two clutch plays in back-to-back games. That is just really insane. Un- that's just really insane. Giannis deserves this ring. Although, yes. Although, yes, like facing injuries, but like so what? You really you beat who's in front of you and you're doing that, and you were down 0-2. So you're able to come back and now you're up three two and mike boonholzer I'll, you were making the right adjustments i was wrong about that not that i i didn't think the books would win even if you didn't make the right adjustments but the bucks are proving me wrong they are proving like they are a championship team middleton you've been amazing Giannis having an all-time great performance he's easily going to win finals mvp and as he should if he if the Bucks win the finals, that's that's the case. I'm not gonna say the series is over yet because I did say that when the, the Suns were up 2-0, well. and yeah, uh that's not looking good so far. But now I'm really gonna talk more about what Phoenix can do. Like, are they really done? I don't think so. The problem that they really have to encounter is that. For the, in game three, Devin Booker was not playing well, and that was really that was the reason. Because if your if your best player doesn't play well, then it really makes sense for you to lose that game. However, game four, another one of their best players, just Chris Paul, had meaningless turnovers, didn't play good, didn't play great, and it just back came to backfire them in the end. And it just really shows as watching these games, the Suns are not really the Suns are not showing like the team they w- they were in the first two games they're showing they're showing like those first two games were just flukes and their finals run was a fluke that's what they're basically showing as they're not really moving their the ball well as that's what they were known for ball movement they they are shooting well but they are not but they're not really stepping up into those big moments as they did back as they did in those games in those games leading up to the finals and even in the first two games in the finals yeah well and are they screwed are they screwed is really a good question because i don't they're just we don't I don't really know what suns team is to come now are they gonna play like the team they were going into the finals and the team they were in the first two games or are they gonna play like the first three games the last three games I don't now it's just really now they're the now they're the most unpredictable team before when this before the bucks were the most unpredictable team and now it's the suns this clear is clearly it's really impress impressive how the tables have turned and now and now i've been seeing a lot of people like hate on phoenix now as before before the finals started like they were the favorites to make the finals a lot of people wanted them to make the finals and now since the bucks are up two, or up 3-2 then that narrative just, just just shifted around i don't know if it's just me but like that's just what it seems to be even when phoenix was up 0 oh, 2-0 everyone was saying oh they're gonna easily win the championship now it's just the Bucks just completely shifted that narrative it's really impressive this is why like i this is why like a lot of people just should not just overreact over a set of games this is just why you don't overreact over one game you, you don't overreact over two games you just you overreact when the series is over or just don't overreact in general but just you give your final thoughts this is why this is why I kind of hate just like making these the this is why I kind of like hate giving my my uh like my opinions after like two games because it would be completely different to as when the series is over. As when the Clippers were down two were down two oh in the first round against the Mavs, I didn't really think I I I really thought they were gonna lose. But then like they turned it around and then and then I was right, I was right in my predictions, but it's just really, it's just, I, I was kind of overreacting too, which is really a good lesson here. It just shows that series leads don't matter unless when the series is finished. That's all it is. When the series is finished, then it's, that's the best way to give your opinions on it. As you, then, yeah, I, I'm going to talk about Chris Middleton again because another point just came to the, my mind because I saw a graph where Chris Middleton has the most game-tying or go-ahead field goals in the fourth quarter for the last 25 postseasons, and it's 15 alongside LeBron in 2007. Which is, LeBron LeBron led that Cavs team to the finals, and then Chris Middleton is doing that on a championship team, and he's up 3-2, which is pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. However... However, I still kind of have my doubts. It's not, not my doubts that the Bucs won't win the series because I do think they can win the series. But but the, now, since I just said we don't we can't just overreact over a set of two games. But now, like the, this finals is very unpredictable right now because the Suns could be be the team they were in the first two games and completely just win Game Six and Game Seven, and then and then the Bucs could play like how they've been and completely end the series it's really it's really it's really a toss-up it's really a toss-up as i know i know the team that wins game five 80 percent of the time wins the wins the series and especially if it's on the it's definitely higher when like the team that wins game five is on the opposing is on the is not on home court advantage it's definitely higher on that but it's really unpredictable as as this playoffs has been as this playoffs has been, as there were a lot of injuries, there were a lot of injuries, a lot of the teams were out in the first round, like it was just very, which is very unpredictable. As another, another thing I wanted to point out was that, um, since CP3 and has not been playing well recently and he could turn it around, which it is very possible because I can't really I can't really go against Monty Williams, as I've said that this entire time. As he is not making he is making good adjustments, just that his team isn't really uh performing. Is that Chris Paul? Chris Paul is not well, Chris Paul's not playing well. DeAndre Aiden is really as being effective. The only player that's really been consistently good this series is Devin Booker. And he had a bad game three, but for the first, for the, for at most of the games, he's been balling for 40, 40 back to back, for back to back 40 point games. It's just insane. Like that's, it's probably going to get slept under the rug because if, if the Bucks, if the Bucks win this year, if the Bucks don't win the series, then they will be more memorable. And D will probably get all the Kobe comparisons, which is something I'm not really going to say. I'm not going to say he's the next Kobe because that's probably a topic for another day, but the reason, but if D-Buck doesn't play good next game, then the Bucks probably win the championship alongside. He's really there. He's really, he's really showing why he's the best player on the team. As I did a poll saying who was the best player on the Suns on a lot of people voted Chris Paul, but I I thought Devin Booker was always the best player on the Phoenix Suns, and he is showing why he is. Chris Paul is the most important piece, which is what he is showing. That, but Chris Paul, you're gonna have to step up. And as a Rockets fan, I know I always have to bring this up every video because like Chris Paul's in the finals, and I did say I'm happy for him, and it is kind of frustrating. But uh, I, when I when Chris Paul made the finals, I saw a lot of tweets. I saw a lot of like. Uh, people look like po- tweeting this video from two years ago from James Horn slapping James you know, James Horn slapping Chris Paul's hand because he didn't understand the play, he didn't want to move off ball. And people were laughing at James Horn saying, Oh, he was the problem. He was the problem. He was the guy that 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 was the reason for the failure of Houston. You could put the you could pin the blame on him, but I'm but like this is showing how chris paul has had a lot of playoff playoff hiccups and now like these narratives are just going back at him and to chris paul if you don't if you don't want to be known as a choker these two games are the you have to perform Devin Booker maybe maybe he doesn't have a good game because he came from back to back 40 40 point performances because like, there's no there's no way he's going to drop 40 again unless he's Devin Booker unless he's like Kobe Bryant but like this he's probably not going to drop another 40 piece so you're going to have to drop a 30 Crispo you're going to have to be the mo- like, you have to play the best basketball you've ever done in your life for the pe- for the next two games For the next two games in order to solidify your legacy as a top five point guard, which I think you already are, but a lot of people are not really using that top three point guard, which you could have a debate for right now, but you could be a lot. You could be a lot better at it. I mean, you could be a lot better, higher in people's rankings. Man, I'm not thinking straight right now, but the most I'm going to say. The highest I would have you was probably five, but maybe four. We'll see. But Chris Paul, you're gonna to have to play the best game. DeAndre Aiden, you're also going to have to gonna play bad. I know you haven't been playing bad, but it's. It, I, I just feel like the Bucks are just. They're just attacking every single. They're just attacking every single board, and they're just getting the easiest baskets in the world, and then. It's just really. It's just really. Their defense hasn't been just – the Suns' defense hasn't been – I'm fine. I'll just go at it as a team. DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, these Torrey Craig, Cameron Payne, every one of you have to play the best basketball for the next two games. If you want to win the series, your defense hasn't been great. Your ball movement from, compared to the first two games of the finals has not been – well, only Devin Booker is the most consistent player out of all you. Do I think you can come back? I don't know. Because before, I thought you were the lock to win the finals, but now you are looking like the most unpredictable team. It's funny how the narrative shift. Very narrative shifting finals right here. But as I, as I got to say, Devin Booker, you need to get your respect. I know if, when you, if you get a bad game, everyone will probably pin on you and say, oh, you're not the next Kobe, which is which is why I think these Kobe comparisons are unfair, because if he's going to fail, then people are going to say, oh, he's not no Kobe. He did this and a thing. Kobe would not do that. You got to you got to let this guy be who he is. He's only 24 and he's been in the finals for the first time and it's, he's been in the playoffs for the first time in his career. Just give it time. Just give him time. I know. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying he is the next. He will be the next Kobe. He probably will never reach Kobe. But let him pave his own path. And let him be Devin Booker. And he is Devin Booker. Because he's not Kobe Bryant. He's not going to be the best one of the best shooting guards in the league. He is Devin Booker. Let him pave his own success. Let him pave, pave his own success. And speaking of success, I've already spoken how Giannis is having an all-time performance. Because Giannis, Giannis, if Giannis wins this, he's going to solidify himself as a top 30 player of all time. And he's only 26 years old. He's in his eighth season. And he is winning a championship. If, 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 if I, I don't want I don't want people to record this saying, oh, you. Which I, no one probably is because no one's probably listening to this, but. Oh, wait, wait, let me get to wrap some water first. I'll probably be back in like two seconds. Okay, I'm back. One thing I just really gotta say is just that, like, you. Giannis is playing at an all-time performance, which I've already said before, but the fact that he's only 26, he's in his eighth year, he's in his eighth year, and he doesn't, and he's already solidified himself as a two-time MVP. If he wins a championship, one-time championship, most improved player, the only thing ahead of him is just longevity, and I think that can come with time. I don't think he'll, I don't know if he can win another MVP. I don't know if he can win another championship. We'll just have to see with that. But I do think, I do think he's going to get there as he's going to be mentioned one of the greats, one of the greats, as he's having an all-time great performance, as he's had back-to-back 40-point performances. And he is joining elite company as he had 20 points in the, in the in the, in a quarter, and that was the most since Michael Jordan in nineteen ninety three. And I've seen, and I've seen Giannis, and he's saying the job's not done. And him and Drew Holiday have been, him and Drew Holiday have been put made that game five perform, made that game five play have had the greatest game five game five I've ever seen in my life. Drew Holiday, Chris, Giannis onto the Kumpo. Y'all need y'all need more respect, Drew Holiday. I was I was kind of harsh on you, but that game five you solidified why the Bucs invested in you, and I'm pretty happy about it. I'm pretty happy about it, as I I I did think the Suns would beat the Bucks in the finals, but now it seems like the Bucks win it, and I'm I don't really have a problem with it. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you you've been pretty, you've been playing pretty well. You're joining Lee Company, we're witnessing your greatness, and I'm happy to be to witness this greatness as I haven't witnessed a lot of greatness in my lifetime. <laughs> Actually I have, but I like that you're adding on to it. And you're probably gonna be the best overseas player of all time. I'm probably right next to Hakeem Olajuwon. one. You could be worse than Dirk, which a lot of people have been saying if Giannis does win, he'll probably be a second best power forward of all time. I don't agree. I don't agree. He probably will be like a top five one, yeah. But I'll well, I'll probably have to see. But but this man has done so much at the age of twenty six. It's just insane. It's just it's just great. It's just really great. Oh yeah, he's already won a defensive player of the year. I clearly forgot about that. And in this playoffs, he's averaging 29, 13, and five. And he his effective field goal percentage is 58. That's just insane. That's just insane. That's just insane. And you have been hitting free throws. He has been hitting free throws, which is pretty funny to say. One thing I will say though is that what well, yeah, oh uh, wait it just slipped my mind. But back back to Chris Paul. Since we are talking about great, great players, Chris Paul, you're one of the all-time greats. As I, I do think you're a top 25 player of all time. However, you gotta so you gotta solidify yourself as that status. You may be even higher on my art time list if you play well these next two games these next two games will probably be the most fun to watch because this is actually a much bigger bigger finals performance than people realize people have called this the worst finals and i don't i don't agree with that no this is probably the best final since 2016 oh, oh. this is the most competitive this is at least the most competitive and it's been the most fun to watch games four and five were both fun to watch basketball And I think that's all I have to say. So we'll see what Giannis, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Chris Middleton. We'll see what all of them do in game in Game six. Drew Holiday, you're also in that lunch. We'll see. Maybe there's unsung heroes like Mikhail Bridges was in game two. But who knows? And I'm Horace McCoy and this is the All Facts No Cat Podcast.